And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Broen. You know it, baby, at DFF underscore Madman. And Shane Manila. And I'm at DFF underscore S-H-A-N-E. Yeah, that's pretty good. I never thought to spell it out to people. Do you think people might have a problem spelling Shane? <laughs> There's a lot of stupid people on twitter have you ever interacted with a lot of people oh on God. twitter not, not the people that listen to this show but you know mostly the folks that don't listen to this show sometimes uh you interact with them and you're like what is wrong with you like how do you even get out like out of your room in the morning because to me that seems like that'd be a monumental task for someone of your intelligence I'm sure some of these people are like locked in their basement or something you know it is it is funny we all interact with a lot of people on twitter but most of the people that listen to this show all follow you shane already but if you look at shane's timeline every once in a while something like what you're saying will happen you'll get into some kind of argument or you'll say something with somebody that seems just totally out of place with what they're doing well that's why the, the handle has more followers than me so here's here's uh, yeah so here's what happens with me right <laughs> usually i'll get about 15 10 to 15 new followers every couple of days and then you can see that the people clearly didn't expect for me to be tweeting about some of the things I tweet about <laughs> because like the five of them will immediately unfollow me. Ten um, steps forward, five steps back. Yeah. So I usually end up holding on to like, you know, five out of every 10 uh, new followers because they're like, oh, this guy. You're uh, batting 500, man. That's oh, really too good. much politics. Oh, why, why is he always tweeting about blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I brought I that see up one before. time you told someone to stick to something. And I was I I happened to just catch the tweet because I don't read all that stuff, but I just happened to like log on and like see your tweet like at the top or right on the you know page uh, in front of me in my um, feed, and I was like, "What is Shane telling someone to stick to anything for?" Come on, <laughs> oh man. no, I'm I'm sure I'm saying I'm just no, but no, I just you know I think it's funny when people are like, "You should stop tweeting about politics," and I'm like, "You've never said anything when I tweet about music, stick face." <laughs> You've never said oh anything God. about when I tweet about movies or, you know, my kids or none of that's football related. Some of these followers you have, like, they, they get on there just to see what you think about stuff. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Shane, uh, oh, look at the, I'm going to listen to this band. Clearly it's good. Shane likes them. No, the, wow. the best, though, is when your team does something good or bad. I mean, when the, when the Eagles do something bad, you're all over it. <laughs> I, I, I would have to edit a lot on the show just to edit some of your tweets. Yeah, that's it's very not <laughs> child friendly. However, you were very happy, I'm sure, last night with the with the outcome of that Eagles game. <laughs> yeah, no, that was awesome. Carson Wentz uh, looking like the MVP, dude. Shutting everybody up. Um, all you Eagle haters out there, suck balls. <laughs> um, Besides the Giants, the Redskins, and the Cowboys, are there really literally Eagles haters out there? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of people that go after Wentz. Yeah, yeah. Like just they just jealous, don't man. like him. Like uh, Christopher Beans is always talking shit about how Foles was a better quarterback somehow, um, which is <laughs> funny because Beans is allegedly an analytics uh, guy, and every yeah. analytic would show you that Wentz is far better. Um, but whatever. Yeah, Foles doesn't really have consistency either. Um, he's had some good games, but man, he can throw an ugly football at times. Yeah, the yeah, ending of the ending of that game. Cares. No. Yeah, but for, I was going to say the ending of that game was pretty good. But for the Dolphins fans down here, everybody was thrilled that we 
made the Patriots have to go to wild card game next week. <laughs> yeah, nine, I think nine, half eight, the world was. Yeah, you live in the New England country. area. Yeah. yeah. Just, everyone hates New England. No one <laughs> likes New England except for the people that live there. It was, I have no respect for a team that has to take up an entire you know, part of the country. That'd be like, you know, I just you know, seriously taking up like uh, all those states in the Northeast they claim okay. as their own. The New England Patriots, you know, not the Boston Patriots. That's not good enough. We need 15 states to represent our fan base. And then you have all the bandwagoners too. At least, you know, Eagles fans, they pretty much live in the ha- that half of Pennsylvania. Am I right, Shane? Or nearby, they grew up there. Just, I mean, it's old school football fans. Just Philly and South Jersey, really. Because <laughs> yeah, okay, South Jersey, yeah. Yeah, you get too north in Pennsylvania and you're closer to New York than you are in Philly. I respect um, that, though. Yeah. Other than I that, respect you know, same Steelers thing. fans, you know, and yeah. I don't like the Steelers at all. <laughs> no one likes the Steelers. Not even Steelers. <laughs> well, listen. I think they hate themselves. Well, listen. We got. We have some news here. Uh, fantasy football stuff. Um, yeah, so I was just gonna say we have Boston news here. Scott. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. It's an excellent throw-in um, for anyone looking <laughs> to make trades. Yeah. Okay. I, he's I definitely carved out a role for himself going next year, um, and not just because he had three touchdowns yesterday. Um, it's just every time he's back there, you know, he's been targeted at least eight times in like three or four games. He's an excellent and the guy receiver. that disappeared at the end with the injury. He's not even under contract after this year. So, yeah, it, no, Jordan Howard, and he didn't even get a carry. Apparently he was only in, uh, back for emergency purposes. And then Miles Sanders went out and Jordan Howard didn't get a carry. So that did make me wonder, like, what type of emergency situation was either in case of a fire emergency? <laughs> like, was he going to put out a fire because he. I would think losing Miles Sanders in the first half would count as an emergency situation, but apparently not. So what kind of future do you think Boston Scott has for fantasy-wise? Do you think he has any future? Yeah, I I don't want to say he's Austin Eckler, but he he definitely could be like Austin Eckler light. Um, And not this year's Austin Eckler, because this year's Austin Eckler. Like Austin Eckler on steroids. <laughs> well, enough volume in that offense, though, to keep two backs relevant in fantasy. You know, I mean, Howard and Sanders. Before Sanders, you know, got uh, more of a lead role toward the end of the season. I mean, there were two viable backs right there. Um, it certainly stands a reason that they'd keep that going. Yeah, and, and you know, there's already been talk about you know, that the Eagles. Um, you know, they like that 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 combination of Sanders and and. Uh, Scott, you know, the only thing is with all the, there, there's no way they don't bring in about 14 different wide receivers next <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. That might make the targets a little tough. That's to just for by. your three deep, man, for next yeah, year. Yeah. But I mean, he he's a guy that could easily get five targets a week. So, you know, he's going to have boom weeks because he's going to have weeks where he tears one off and then he's going to have real quiet weeks where he gets, you know, six touches and 15 yards. But he's a guy I definitely like. Like, I would take him over a third-round rookie pick right now. Sure. And it's funny, for most people in Dynasty Leagues that grabbed him off of waivers, he was pretty much free for everybody that got him. Um, Well, our news tonight is brought to you by FantasyData.com. And use the promo code TRADESHQ, all in caps, and go get your discount there. The first news was when we were just talking about all that fallout from all the teams. Jeremy, your team, the Browns. I'm sorry you guys are breaking up. I think we're having trouble with the audio over here on my end. <laughs> yeah, why? What happened with the Browns? <laughs> Nothing, man. Same se- it's uh, same season, different year. That's it. Uh, same same stuff as always. Different, you know, the coaching carousel, the not getting it right, promoting a guy before he's ready for that role. Just the, all of it's just so silly. Um, the the squandering of all that talent this season in fantasy football. If you're a Browns fan, it was just horrible to watch. You see three players, um, you know, excel and get the 
get thousands of yards and and have these these statistics and then the Browns lose, you know, uh, 10 games um, with that kind of, you know, talent sitting there, losing to the 1-14 and Bengals, losing to the pretty sad, bad Arizona Cardinals. I mean, just losing games that they shouldn't have lost on top of all the, you know, the games that were just they, they got their asses handed to him. And so I'm glad he's gone. It was the right choice. Super nice guy, but bye as a Browns fan in fantasy, looking forward to them getting somebody that can turn that Baker Mayfield kid into a perennial um, consistent quarterback. He needs consistency. I, I still think he can be really good. I think that whole team can be really, really good in fantasy with the kind of names we're talking about in Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, for crying out loud, should have got the rushing title. Um, just so much sitting there to, to work with, um, a few pieces on the offensive line and you know, plug some holes here and there. They need a real coach, like a guy that knows what he's doing or a girl, but somebody that knows what they're doing. <laughs> Is there any word, any news, any rumors, anything coming out of there? Rumors. Yeah. Around Cleveland, you know, they're talking about McCarthy, you know, Mike McCarthy. They're talking about uh, Josh McDaniels again from the from the Patriots who, you know, they think can run a tight ship and it's pretty meticulous and detail oriented, like Bill. Detail oriented, like Bill Belichick, really focuses on trying for perfection, that kind of thing. And um, they're looking also, um, and I always get his name wrong. I think it's Stepanski, right, the offensive coordinator for the Vikings. And I guess um, you guys know Paul De Podesta, right, from uh, Moneyball fame, yeah. much better looking version yeah. uh, than the one featured in that movie. But uh, <laughs> probably one of the smartest guys in sports. I mean, he really is. I've heard they're going to give him a little bit more um, power, a little more say in things. Apparently, last year when they hired Freddie Kitchens, De Podesta wanted this Stepanski uh, offensive coordinator. At, you know, as that was his pick. So you know, it, it, it leads you to wonder, you know, what direction they're going to go in. Hell, they could bring in a defensive-oriented head coach and a really good coordinator as well. That that would be okay with me. But I just want them to get somebody that knows what they're doing as a head coach. And, you know, I think the rest with the kind of talent they have, things will work out fine. But the fantasy fallout, like Shane likes to say, that, that man, we already had that this year. Um, aside from those three players, um, you know, Baker Mayfield was like crap. <laughs> Now, if you drafted him in any kind of redraft leagues, you drafted him way too high. There's no doubt. Didn't Shane, didn't you have Baker Mayfield as your 1.01 quarterback some point in the offseason? Uh, that he was your top? Had him high, though. I can't confirm or deny that. Um, I'm sure I could go back and find the audio. I don't want to talk about that. But yeah, yeah, I, I definitely did. Definitely did. Yeah. Uh, you know, based off what he did in the eight games last year with Freddie Kitchens tied for first in yards per attempt, passing yards per game, they were fourth. Total yards per game, they were fourth. Um, and then they come back this year, and the yards per attempt dropped by a yard and a quarter, so he fell to 17th. Passing yards game a game uh, fell 64 yards a game, and then the total yards per game fell 53 yards per game. So the def or the offense went from one of the best offenses in the league under the eight games under Kitchens in 2019, 18 to just, you know, bottom percentile offense. And uh, Baker Mayfield regressed in every possible way. His uh, touchdown percentage drop, his interception per uh, percentage increased, his average yards per attempt dropped. Just anything you can think of statistically, it got worse for Baker Mayfield. And somehow, um, I, I looked this up last night because, you know, I did an article on Freddie <laughs> Kitchens getting shit-canned. Um <laughs> 
So Odell Beckham, um, there's been two other times besides this season that he's played at least 15 games. Um, those two seasons, he averaged 164 targets, 99 receptions, 1,409 yards, and 12 touchdowns. This year? <laughs> yeah. 133 targets, 74 receptions, 1,035 yards, and four touchdowns. So somehow he got a full season out of Odell Beckham, which happens once every <laughs> summer solstice. Um, and found a way to have Odell Beckham have the worst season of his career. Um, there's been seasons where Odell Beckham's played 12 games and had more receiving yards than this year. And so you were writing an article last night and you were seeing all this data. Is that what you're saying? Well, I didn't see it. I looked it up myself. Well, the reason I'm asking you is because you sent me a trade offer last night for Odell Beckham. So I was wondering if it had anything to do with what you were reading. Uh, oh, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> no I get time to buy. I get that's no, he sent me. Yeah, he sent me Odell Beckham for a, uh, A.J. Brown and Devin Singletary is what he had sent me. So. And I don't even like Devin Singletary, but yeah. I figured I could have flipped him. Um, no, no, I was just, while well, I was looking it up, I expect Odell Beckham to ba bounce back. The only, you know, the one thing that sucks is that he was going to have his second year in that system. Yeah. And now we don't know what system it's going to be. Well, let me ask you something. Wasn't it reported that he was saying he wanted to leave? Was that true, Jeremy? Or was that not true? Or because yeah, now that the coach that. is gone, frustrated. does he still want to? I was just I mean, say. He, I think he was frustrated. And yeah. I mean, that, I don't know what he wants to do, but he came back and retract, retracted what others were saying and that he wanted to stay there. But, you know, Jarvis Landry expressed some opinions about things, too. The offensive players were, you know, obviously unhappy uh, with things as the season went along. And so do they like playing with Baker Mayfield? Did they have higher hopes? I think those are still, you know, uh, one's clearly a yes, they had higher hopes. Did they like playing with Baker Mayfield? I, I think they still want to. I, I think they had, you know, uh, their dreams were squashed, right? And um, so I don't think he wants to leave. And when he says that it's, they have something special in the making, you know, I think he's talking about the player chemistry um, on offense. And, you know, I think the the one thing holding them back was the head coach that didn't really belong being a head coach. He, it was, he was in over his head for that role. Yeah. And it frustrated the team further. And, yeah, those guys are used to, you know, playing better and, and getting more action. You know, Odell's not unlike a lot of the other wide receivers that, you know, raise their hand, you know, throw me the ball. I'm always open. Um, you know, wanted more more action. I don't fault him. I think if they turn this around with the right head coach, quickly get somebody in and, and, and get to, you know, practicing and, and talking about all, all their plans, I, I think that's probably water under the bridge and it'll be fine. I mean, they definitely are going in the right direction. They just didn't pick the right guy to lead the ship, you know, uh, sail the ship the, this past year. What about with yeah, that's, oh. that's the thing. Yeah, what about with Washington? Apparently, Ron Rivera has been hired over there. Do you guys like that? I like that. I like Rivera, I mean, first of all, but I mean, I think that's great for Haskins and that offense. I mean, I have high hopes, but um, what do you guys think? Yeah, and they shit can Bruce Allen. Right. You can't, you can't overlook that. <laughs> Bruce Allen was a fucking train wreck. In Ten years of, of an anchor around the neck of the team. Yeah, he's he is, you know, his dad was a George Allen who won a Super Bowl, who, I don't know, back in 72 or something <laughs> in Washington. Yeah, but just, you know, that's just the, the old boy network in the NFL. It's like, oh, well, he's got the same last name as his dad, so he must be good. He's fucking trash. He was horrible. <laughs> He's the idiot that kept calling Kirk Cousins a uh, Kurt 
right? Oh, yeah, yeah. with a T. <laughs> oh, they need to clean out the NFL, get rid of some of these good old boy network guys. They do, and I'm serious. I mean, you know, Mike Brown in Cincinnati doesn't care if that team really wins or loses. He owns the parking lots around the stadium. He owns. He's always making money. His dad was the great guy who built teams, who coached teams. He's just sitting on a, you know, the silver spoon that was handed to him and enjoying it for the rest of his life. Uh, he probably doesn't even care if the Bengals win a game. I don't know. You know, guys like that, like let's get some new people in that actually know how, you know, from the business world or whatever, know how to win and get these teams turned around. They should all be competitive. They shouldn't go more than a couple, three years without, you know, competing for the playoffs. I mean, there's so much talent in the NFL. I like it because, like I said, just you could have just hired Ron Rivera and gone, look, everything's better. Right. But the fact that you also <laughs> yeah, yeah. fired um, Bruce Allen. W- yeah, you, you hired, uh, fired like, Allen shows that, like, okay, this isn't just a coaching thing. This is like a systemic thing throughout our organization. Now, hopefully, Snyder stops passing along messages to the coaching staff or to the players and visiting them in the locker room and just stays in his owner's box like he should. Uh, yeah. um, what draft pick did they end up with? What is Ron walking in there with second, their first round? Second? second? Is that what it is? Yeah, right after Cincinnati. So, I mean, and they, they had a bunch of needs. That's a team that could trade back. I mean, or just take an offensive lineman. I mean, there's so many things you can do there. Because, you know, looking at some of the weapons they have, like Haskins played a lot better this season, you know, as his season went on um, in the last few games. He didn't play week 17. Terry McLaurin, obviously, is a very good wide receiver. Steven Sims, apparently, is half decent. They yeah. have Kelvin Harmon, who, you know, had a couple good games. Um they don't have a tight end that that would probably help. And uh, I don't think they have a running back either, but you can get one of those later in the draft. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who is the tight end there? Jeremy Sprinkle. <laughs> I was going to say, I just, I just blanked out. I was going to say who Washington's tight end was. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> and if you ask Stephen A. Smith, Ron Rivera <laughs> um, has a history with running quarterbacks in the past with Cam Newton. If you ask Stephen A. Smith, because <laughs> he because he said Dwayne Haskins is a running quarterback and he's not. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> not. I yeah, just like how you feel that. Much of a runner. You know the but other. Yeah, you know what? Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was just going to say real quick. So I was just looking at Ron Rivera. I thought he had at least a season without Cam Newton, but he didn't. So that's a that's a pretty good break. That that helps your record when you you had Cam Newton every as your single quarterback season, the entire coaching career. Oh wow. Well, I mean, I think he's. Um, I, I really think that he was a big reason for that team's success, the way that he had, you know, Cam spreading the ball around, the way he used the running backs. And, you know, Cam Newton's not the most accurate quarterback. I mean, I'm not going to rip the guy. He He's great in fantasy. He wasn't the the best quarterback, but the way that they created space for him and um, allowed players, you know, to have these, like, you know, windows where they're not covered and gave him, you know, more time to throw. Just some of the things that Ron Rivera did when he brought in coaches to just to really go um, – cater to the strengths and hide the weaknesses of Cam Newton. He's not an idiot. He's a pretty smart guy. Now, things didn't work out that great, but in the end for him, but I mean, they were fantasy, I mean, really fantasy awesome for a long time. And then, you know, we got Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, you know, still the tight ends getting action. You know, Cam Newton hadn't gone down. I just think that, um, I I just think that Ron Rivera is going to be good for the Redskins. Is he the best coach in the world? No, but I think they're going to be, they were kind of a fantasy wasteland this year outside of like Terry McLaurin. And, um, you know, I think that they have, um, I have high hopes for those players. And, you know, there are guys on that team I want now, just knowing, like Shane said, just knowing that Ron Revere is going there. That's all I needed. 
Tell yeah, me. and you know what? And obviously he doesn't call offensive plays because he's yeah, a yeah. Defensive, defensive guy. Right. But I, I, you know he in, told yeah. his offensive coaches, look, you build this <laughs> offense around Cam Newton. We're not going to – it's not the other way around, which is what coaches so that smart. think they're too smart do. They yeah. go, oh, okay, this guy's really good at running, so you know what yep. we're going to do. Never run him. He's just a great guy too, yeah. a great coach, a great person. And, yeah, bringing those, the right people in to make Cam Newton this fixture – and I mean, he's he helped um, Cam Newton become, you know, the what do I want to say the 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 um, icon that he is really. I think he'll definitely. I mean, it's a good thing for Washington. I think it's yeah. a good thing for Haskins. Definitely McLaurin. Um, if Geist can ever play football again, maybe even him. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude just needs new legs, man. And, and the whole riverboat Ron thing too. You know, the 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 opposite of that would be Jason Garrett, I guess. Everybody's like foaming at the mouth for Jason Garrett to be out the door. Yeah, dude, so he, he, and he doesn't have to be out yet. the door. He's not under. Yeah, he's not fired. He, he's not under oh, contract yeah, right. after this year, so he yeah he doesn't. I mean, they could basically pull an office space with him, man, like Milton <laughs> Wadhams. And Bob's yeah. will just be like, uh, "Well, just a second, there, Professor. We'll fix the glitz." <laughs> he he's he won't be getting the paycheck anymore. Yeah, there's no way they don't just they're not because <laughs> Jerry loves Jason Garrett. He's not going to tell him that he's not coming back. Yeah, he's just not going to be able to get into the building. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to change the locks. <laughs> yeah, like they're going to have a press conference with a new head coach, he and Jason. Me. That's how Jason Garrett's going to find out that he's no longer the they head coach. They moved my desk to the basement. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, we also got Pat Shermer was fired right. in uh, New York, which is good because he's a terrible coach. <laughs> Did you have to? Did you yeah. have to? Did you have to give us Shermer? Oh, my God. Yeah, he he was pretty terrible. Dude, um, I mean, I can't believe, I can't believe he, he got a second God. shot after <laughs> – he was shit with the Browns. Yeah, he was he was bad. There's well, a lot I of mean, retreads when it comes what to coaching. The NFL does so that's why it's kind of exciting when guys like Zach Taylor get a chance or Brian Flores because it's like oh it's this unknown you know like maybe they're going to be crazy like Cliff Kingsbury like oh he's going to run five wide receiver sets and four <laughs> wide receiver sets and then by the end of the season he's just running regular you know. <laughs> three receiver sets or 12 personnel because he doesn't have the wide receivers but you know it's still exciting and shit if there wasn't head coaching changes and offensive coordinator changes we'd have nothing to talk about like we, it, <laughs> yeah just, this week it, it, yeah. but also like this, in, in miami done. it's it was fun watching uh flores down in my i mean even when we were losing he's on the sideline screaming his head off yelling at people i mean he he's a fun coach to watch some and things, you, know, you know some things went went right you know he made players relevant that gase basically made you led you to believe we're terrible players um you know and pl- I, I love what happened with um Devontae parker and, yeah. and before that preston williams i mean he he proved that he you know he can coach up a team and let players loose to do what they do i'm excited for what miami um does going forward and i know you live down there in the heart of that um i just think it's funny that they're like you know our offense isn't good enough so we're getting rid of our offensive coordinator and offensive line coach because what were they 27th or 28th in offense at the end of it all or what i mean they they weren't they, they, with the fantasy stats, you know, if you don't consider them for a moment, they, they didn't have a great offense. Are we? Ta- I stopped listening for a minute. Who are we talking? <laughs> Miami. We went on to Miami. Yeah, we they're twenty were... fifth in scoring. Yeah, so twenty fifth. You know, after all the, you know, a few fantasy relevant players came through for us, and I thought they were lower than that, but you know, they, you know, were in the bottom, you know, f- uh, six seven teams there. Um, I guess twenty fifth in total offense. But something else with twenty seventh, twenty eighth. What was that? Was that the rushing game of that? That makes sense. But I don't know. I'm going to just say the guy just said the 20s. I want to. You know what? Rushing was probably. You're gone. 
they they were horrible on um, rushing, so they were probably thirty second or thirty first. <laughs> it would have to be somewhere like that. I mean, we didn't even what we had. You had running back at the end. Yeah, and then and then what what's his name? Uh, uh, Kenyon Drake leaves, and then he has like five touchdown games over in Arizona and stuff. You know, speaking of the the yeah, Miami had seventy two point two yards per game. Is that it? Rush. You know, speaking of like those numbers where you say the 32nd and 31st, there was somebody that I saw the stats for last night and I was really surprised. Do you know what quarterback? 33rd. Wait, do you know what quarterback ended the season for 2019? The number one quarterback in passing yards per game, the number one quarterback in passing yards, the number two quarterback in completed passes, and the number two quarterback in touchdowns. Fitzpatrick? Nope. Uh, I'm blanking out. It's definitely not Rivers. No. Is it Rivers? No, it's Jameis yeah. Winston. Oh, Mr. 3030. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everybody's shitting all over him that he's 3030. He had the 30 That's touchdowns, 30 interceptions. But he was number one in passing yards, number one in passing per game, number two in passes completed. Is? Yeah, because he was fucking up and then he would have to throw a million times. <laughs> exactly. So for <laughs> fantasy, it was still an awesome <laughs> thing you know i know but, for fantasy he was great it's just yeah. football bruce arians put it best when he said today when he was asked hey can you win with another quarterback and he said we won with this one <laughs> that was such a great answer i thought that was so funny and i i like how twitter was like did he really say that like a lot of people were questioning he whether he really said Look, it I, bruce <laughs> arians needs to shut the fuck up too though because he how do you take oj howard Oh my god. Him. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're a good head coach, you find a way to incorporate OJ fucking Howard in your <laughs> offense. And a lot of Dip people shit. in the preseason and you stop said letting he would. Peyton Barber out there who's <laughs> unmitigated trash and you let Ronald Jones run. Bruce Arians is so overrated. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was amazing. good quotes, though. Yeah, and I just thought that was amazing seeing all those the the final numbers for Jameis Winston. Even though everybody was talking about the thirty thirty thing, um, you know, we did have one other thing in the news, which is a rookie thing. Um, you know, a college student saying that he's declaring for the draft, uh, J.K. Dobbins. But going Dobbins. into the yeah, going into the next couple of weeks, we're gonna have a lot of rookie talk happening, and everybody's oh, gonna yeah. be getting all excited about. These these rookie draft picks Already. and these players coming out, you know. Oh uh, yeah, this this draft class is just it's fucking sickening. <laughs> um, and you know, like the trades. CD Lamb did he already? Um, CD Lamb already uh, commit too? I think he did. Yeah, because I saw somebody write something on Twitter yesterday. I hope some team takes A B and CD Lamb so they'd have A B C D, which was funny whatever um, but you know the reason i mentioned the rookie picks is like you said rookie fever so, so is so going to start getting quick. good but you did a really good trade for picks on, that's what i'm gonna ask so you. we got cam Akers, uh-huh eno benjamin oh um hunter bryant tight end uh-huh just going down the list here uh kylan hill like some of these guys are, are going to be in your second round, like Kylan Hill and um, probably Eno Benjamin. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But, oh, you know what? Actually, I don't see C.D. Lamb on oh, here. Oh, he didn't? So okay. I'm assuming he is. Well, there's still a lot of time, but uh, it's going to be oh, stuff yeah. we're going to be talking a lot about going forward, and we'll have some in guests year, in here, buddy. and we'll be doing some stuff, and hopefully we'll all end up in Vegas. Um, but you did a big trade. You actually did a couple trades where it involved rookie picks. Yeah, I see Trailer. that. <laughs> I see that other thing up there, but I, I wanted to talk about the rookie pick trades. Yeah, so what was the rookie pick trade that you made? 
right. So, and obviously, all I'm trying to do is stockpile 2020 picks. Right. Uh, so, first one I did is I, I shot out uh, offers to everyone in the league with a 2020 pick. Um, first rounder, I offered two 2021 firsts. And this is um, in our listener league where it's a 16-team league, too. Yeah, and who won that league? Larry the Monkey. Yes, that's right. Larry Monkey won. Congratulations, Larry Monkey. He Sorry, Jeremy. Living shit out of a... No, he didn't. I don't even know what the score was. <laughs> um, anyway. Lamar Jackson, uh, Saquon Barkley, and Christian McCaffrey. I'm still not sure how you all you idiots let him have all three of those players on the same team. And you had nothing to do with it? You league, had nothing to anyway. do with it? No, no. I, I didn't move any of those league. players. <laughs> I didn't move any of those players. I didn't him. either. I didn't move any of those players just either. Let him get those players. It wasn't my fault either. Yeah, so anyway, I, I think it's funny. It. The, the, real quick, the Miami Dolphins were last in rushing. They were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. really I great Seventy-eight yards a game. Or I could if you had if you would have had to come up with another team just off the top of your head who would be worse. How could you have come up with one? You couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't. There's CFL teams that are better. <laughs> that would have done better running the football in the NFL than the, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, so anyway, yeah. the trade is I gave up a 2021 first and a 21 20 two 2021 firsts <laughs> uh-huh. for a 2021 12. Right. So I was like, all right, that get, that's getting me feel makes me feel better. Um, got another pick, and then I said, all right, now it's time to because I own the one two and the one three in this draft. So I said, all right, let me see if I can trade one of these for uh, multiple picks so then i traded the one three for the one nine and the 113 so so you ended up now you've got five picks in the first round i'm back up to five yes um i got the one two the one nine the 112 the 113 and the 115 yeah and you know it's pretty it's pretty interesting when we talk about the way things fall out especially in a 16 team league you know the fact that you have five of those first round picks I, I really liked the trade that you did where you traded away 21s because who cares? You can get them back. But the trade that you did uh, with the 103 is actually good for both of you guys the way you did it because Running Chalk had a really bad team and he really needs some help on some players. And he yeah. moved all the way up to the third pick in the draft. And in a, nice. well, and he could always drop back too if he wanted to, you know, later, maybe even when that's on the clock, maybe even, you know, get more back. Definitely. And, and the thing also is, is in a 16 team league, like we've talked about before, it is so difficult to even get a starting player. So he has a much better chance of getting a starting player with the 103 than and he Shane's, possibly would have sure. at the 109 and 113. And then those five picks that Shane got, he's almost assured to not finish in last place next season. Well, but, but well, also I mean, his, his odds go Mike up Evans of getting Odell Beckham Jr. and yeah. Miles Sanders and then Drew Locke pretty much Hey, speaking of Drew Locke, did you see that video going around? Him. Yeah, that yeah. I, I love that he, video. <laughs> he was like the whitest kid ever, just rapping, but he was loving it. Oh, I, I loved him now after seeing that video. I think it's so cool. I saw it Contra going around. Shane. It looked really cool. But yeah, I think for both so, of you guys, the odds are better now for you guys to get a val- valuable player to be used in this league. What were you saying? I was just going to say, look, and with the first round picks, it's going to be really hard not to go, oh, I have to have the 102, the 103, because, you know, we're yeah. trained. Right. 102, the 103. I got I have to have that pick because that's where I'm going to get, you know, no, Nick Chubb. Fine, well, guess what? There's about four or five guys like that, probably more than that. There's probably like seven, eight, nine, ten guys in this draft, right? In the first round where you're going to go, wow, right. wow, but, wow. But also, once the, 
combine happens, once things start go falling into place and stuff, those 102, 103s are going to be way harder to get. So for Justin to give you the 109 and the 113, that's probably at this point, that would have been the best chance he would have had to get the 103. The closer it gets to something else, you were not going to take the 9 and 13 for the 103 probably, you know? And yeah. you had to do something like this too, um, you know, in this league with it being a 16-teamer, there's nothing on waivers. If you're not trading, if you're not drafting players, you're not really going to be able to hit the reset button um, as easily in a, as you can in a lot of leagues because it is so watered down. I mean, honestly, I would have thought about going a little bit of a different route um, had my team not, you know, fortunately carried over well from last year when I won it. My team was, you know, well, won the whole thing last year, came into it this year in pretty good shape, lost a few players, was still able to get to the title game. But, um, you know, I didn't I just didn't feel like I was in a position to move my core players for something when I was still, you know, uh, contending or, I, you know, I would have done something. You have to make a big, bold move in this um, in order to make it happen. And, and like I said, it's clear that Larry listens to this show. I mean, just seeing how he turned that team around and made it to the title game and beat me. It, it's clear that he's one of our greatest, most avid listeners. <laughs> well, plus for me, too, you know, I traded away all my picks, except I think I have a fourth round pick is all I got left. But the only significant yeah, the, the, so the only significant trade I ended up doing was with Shane. And it actually hopefully won't hurt me as bad was when I gave him Mike Evans for A.J. Brown, you know, going forward. Hopefully that'll still help. But, you know, Shane, you also did another trade speaking of aj brown you did a trade for aj brown i know in in that league you tried to get him back from me this but you didn't get him but in another league you did get him right yeah so i think this was like a week and a half ago it's before his latest outburst <laughs> it was awesome um, <laughs> like i yeah i don't even call them like splash games they're just outbursts like they're just <laughs> rude and like i'm dropping 150 <laughs> on you Ugh. Um, yeah, so I traded him straight up for, or I traded Alvin Kamara straight up for AJ Brown. Mm. Um, and like, I, I, you know, I love Alvin Kamara. Obviously he's had a down year. My finger quotes, uh, air quotes. Um, you mostly, used air quotes? Yeah. Air quotes. <laughs> bring it back to old school shit, but mostly, you know, to, to do the touchdown regression. Right. Kamara had a bad season. Um, but just AJ Brown's just got superstar written off over him. And, um, yeah, so I got that AG, AJ Brown fever, but you know it sucks. I should have, I should have tried to acquire more of them, um, obviously before he lost his fucking mind. Um, but I do own him in I think eight of my remaining leagues um, of my MFL ones. Yeah, so I think that's like eight out of thirty-one <laughs> leagues. I was able to uh, pare back a little bit on my stuff because with my life, I have to right now. But in the, what I have left, I have AJ Brown now in four of those leagues, so I was happy. Yeah. And I wonder, do you think do you think people's attitude would be a little bit different than it was three weeks ago when we traded for Mike Evans? Or I mean, because I've seen a lot of trades on Twitter the last couple of days for AJ Brown. I mean, you traded Alvin Kamara. Uh, do you think the attitude from people would be different than it was when we did that trade? Yeah, because there was uh, someone had a poll out there the other day um, where it was AJ Brown for Odell Beckham Jr. straight up, um, and it was fairly close. And you know, it had it's funny Odell Beckham's old now, yeah, because um, people are going, oh, Odell's done it before and he's done it repeatedly, and AJ Brown's only done it for half a season or whatever. Um, definitely. I yeah. mean, it's one of those things where if you watch AJ Brown play. He looks like a superstar. You know, that's not something you can quantify, I guess, but you can quantify it in his 
fantasy numbers over the last, I don't know, Data eight don't weeks score or points, Shane. Yeah, and Data you know don't what? Data scare points, but uh, A.J. Brown scores points. And Jeremy, it's funny, you were saying about people giving players to Larry Monkey. Uh, I just remembered three weeks ago, Larry Monkey sent me Odell Beckham for A.J. Brown after I did the trade with Shane, and I turned him down, and then Shane traded for uh, uh, Odell Beckham with him. It did. Yeah, so yeah. Shane Shane did actually trade it. Who did you give him for Odell Beckham? I forgot, or was it just picks? Picks. I gave him so I gave up two 2020 picks. Yeah. And one 2020 20, 20, 2021 first. <laughs> so at that point, I had like five 2020s and I had four 2021s. Right. Now I'm down to one 2021, but I'm back up to five 2020s from all the dealing. <laughs> Look, I'll consolidate even in a big league, you know, 16 team league. I will consolidate picks for certain players. Sure. And being able to spread the hit like that. Plus, I knew I had the picks that I could always trade back. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do with that one or two at some point. Um, and I still need to get A.J. Brown from you, so I might as well just start sending those offers while we're over here. You don't have any picks, and your team's getting old and long in the tooth. Oh, oh yeah. Long, I, feel I, you. I was one game away. And, uh, oh, whatever. You know, I— Windows I, close quick. You should just trade back, guys. Um, I, you know, the biggest reason you did that was to try to beat me, and it, it did happen, but it was a week later, and neither one of you guys did it. It was funny never, because— you know, I wouldn't trade Mike Evans. No, and I was— I, I wasn't trying to beat you, actually. You and I talked about this. I was I was afraid of Larry Monkey, you know? And then it just—you ended up having—whatever. I don't even want to talk Straight about it. Larry. Um, but, you know, there was one other trade that you made that actually goes into kind of a topic you wanted to talk about, and I saw a lot of people talking about it on Twitter after you made the trade, and it was a trade that involved David Montgomery. David Montgomery. So, yeah, I, it's weird. Um, so I started sending out, I in every league I own David Montgomery in, um, if you're in a league with me and listening, you know this is true. Um, I blast it every league I'm in offers. Yeah. Um, any first. I, I honestly, I wasn't even looking at the standings because, you know, the trades have, you know, MFL hasn't switched over. So a lot of times you have to figure out the picks like, oh, is that the one eight, one nine? I didn't even give a fuck. Um, I just shot them out. And if I knew like if I just knew it was a, you know, a, a high pick, I offered a second in David Montgomery to try to get like the one oh seven. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm getting them off my team. <laughs> you think, will uh, someone give you the one oh seven for David Montgomery, you think? Um, no, that's why I tried to offer seconds with it throwing at a second to to try to get that um because i nothing i i've seen from david montgomery makes me think he's going to be a good uh nfl player no he looks slow he doesn't look like he <laughs> has any burst um for people are wondering like, jeremy got up and walked away that's why his voice sounds like yeah, he's a million miles away <laughs> just left just rude um and i you know, look, he, I'm sure he's going to have games where he has a ton of volume and he breaks one for, you know, 20 yards because that's about as far as he can run before someone catches him from behind. Um, and I'm OK with that. But, I'm yeah, I'm willing to sell him for literally any first. And I might even trade him for a couple seconds. I was going to say, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago about like moving on from him if you can. And uh, I think at this point, the you if you can get a first, that's great. And, and I think in some of those cases, especially I know the way you do trades, where when you send them out and nobody bites, then you start going backwards. Eventually, yeah, you'll probably get two seconds instead of a first for him. And, yeah, and keep you know going, what? man. That I'm guy's like, an I'm average bad. running back for exactly. sure. Exactly. It on the show several times exactly. in, in recent episodes. Yeah, move on from Montgomery, man. He's definitely not an exciting 
and even that offense turns around he's just an average back I, yeah, he, I'm not, not, not even a little bit like, and I know you shouldn't sell low, blah, blah, blah. blah sure. Why but not? What we always say is, or at least I always say is look, <laughs> just because it's low right now, doesn't mean it can't get lower. Exactly. Um, and that guy will get lower. And, and, but the other point is, is the picks will get higher. The closer we get to the draft, those first round picks are going to get way, people are going to say, F- you, I'm not giving you a first for David Montgomery, you know? So if you're going to try to do something, try to do something now. Um, right. You know, so that's what I did. I blasted out every league I'm in. I own David Montgomery and it's like six leagues. So what's six times 11? Cause I can't <laughs> trade them to myself. That's like 66 <laughs> trade offers I sent out there. Just hoping anyone would bite anywhere. Right. So I did get one bite. Um, I traded David Montgomery and this is in a start one QB league. Um, I traded David Montgomery for the 112. Yeah, I, yeah, I would I be. Ha- yeah, sure. me too. I would have been happy to do that. And you made a poll. What were the poll results, actually? So after there's 20 hours left in the poll, so there is some time left. <laughs> uh-huh. So depending on when you listen to this, go vote. Um, right now, the 112 is winning by. Did they <laughs> just add these new little. Did they expand these polls? I don't know. I thought they were whole numbers before. Now there's decimals. Uh, no, I think there's been decimals before. I don't know. I think that's wrong. Twitter, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, get with us. Yeah, if Twitter's the, if Twitter is listening to us, yeah, definitely. But and so also, what is it? Twitter, if you'd like to sponsor us, uh, <laughs> yeah, be pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, hit us up. We'll let you know. You know what's really funny? So wait, you didn't say what the oh, wait, results. Well, and real quick, Twitter as another um, benefit. <laughs> Jeremy, us. We will sell you our listeners' email addresses and stuff. Like I have no, 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 no. We won't. No. And anyway, Jeremy's so, eyes uh, are closed with his head shaking. It would be so great if we had video. With 146 votes uh-huh. uh, in so far, we have David Montgomery has 47.3 percent of the vote. Seriously. And- yeah, the 112 has 52.7%. Wow. I thought it would be way more. I thought it would be way more the other day, the other way. Like uh, thought, the, the pick, yeah, man. I thought it'd be pretty even because there's going to be the folks that are out there that are like, look, it, he was a rookie. Nah. A lot of time rookie running backs look bad, and they do. Look at yeah. Miles Sanders at the beginning of the year. The difference is, is David Montgomery looked terrible the entire season. Correct. Regardless if he had volume, if he was used in the passing game or not. He's just, you know, we were all enamored with the stats from Pro Football Focus about how many uh, broken tackles, how he set the record for broken tackles in college football. Well, you know what? Maybe that's not such a good thing. That means everybody's <laughs> catching up to you for you to have to break those tackles in the first place. That is and that's true. what you saw at the NFL level. Like, I, he wasn't breaking as many tackles, I don't think, because the players are better. And two, I mean, he was just getting caught. Like, he just, he looks slow and he has no burst. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. average. Um, I don't want to talk about him anymore, to be honest. <laughs> I think the Bears, though, um, also were not a very good offense this year. So maybe he can be better, but he's certainly not someone you want to spend anything on because he's just, he, he's replaceable in this draft, next draft, every draft. There's yeah. David Montgomery. Definitely. He's not a game changer. Michael, you have a trade offer. Oh, I do? Okay. Well, hold on one second. Before I look at the trade offer, I just want to say one thing to you. Larry Monkey, who we've been mentioning, just tweeted out saying FF Blitz AB is looking for you. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And apparently Antonio Brown just tweeted, New Year's Eve workout tomorrow in Miami, Florida. Anybody, any age, let's work for 2020. I'll release the location at noon. So it looks like I'm going to Miami to work out. Your back better heal up. (laughs) 
record time types. I'm going to find out where this location is and go to it at noon tomorrow. So uh, let's see here. Uh, you said you sent me a trade offer. I'll check it out. And while I'm checking it out, why don't we talk about a couple of these things that we have going on before we do our Patreon count tonight? You want to tell people about our store and all that, Jeremy? Yeah, we have a store still. Let's see what this trade is. You should definitely go to it and buy something. DTHQ.StoreEnvy.com. DTHQ.StoreEnvy.com. Get a t-shirt, hat, stickers, mugs, all kinds of cool swag. And there's even some shirts with slogans that Shane has made up on this show um, impulsively. Like uh, Trash Dynasty Trade Offers. You know that one. Um, get a t-shirt with that on it and make fun of Shane while you wear it and listen to our show. <laughs> Yeah, that's make what my wife does usually. She does she really? And then makes fun of me. No, nah, <laughs> she doesn't make fun of me. She knows better. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know about you. I keep my woman in place. <laughs> Shut up. She doesn't um, listen. I could say anything. It doesn't matter. I know, I know. And everybody knows you're just kidding. So let's see here. What is that? The 109 and the... What is that? Shane just sent me a trade offer for AJ Brown. He sent me the 109 and what is the other one? The 112. Yeah, no, I think I'll stick with A.J. Brown. You should I, do it, Sipes. Nah. You should totally do it. Nah. i got to be honest with you, Sipes. You need players. Um, you got Philip Rivers, who probably should retire. Um, he was crying yesterday after the game. I don't know how much he sad. loves football. Yeah. Look, he doesn't care if he throws 87 interceptions because he's trying to win. Right. No, I understand. I no. will then counter, bitch. I will. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look at this and I'm going to counter. Don't he still wins, the though, because nobody on earth would rather have Eli Manning over Philip Rivers. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeremy. I don't mean to laugh, but he just he said, don't ask for the 102, dick face. And I just, for whatever reason, thought that was funny. You guys are not uh, going to make a trade. Yeah. Well, listen, maybe something will happen on the Patreon account. So why don't we? Oh, yeah. We yeah. have a Patreon account. Um, yeah. So if you actually like this show, you should probably uh, become a patron because I don't know. I got to be honest with you. Some days I think we're just going to move to patron only. Oh, um, that would be interesting. It would. It'd be really kind of hard to expand um, yeah. at that point because then you're in a closed off environment. But I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. So if we don't get more patrons, um, that's all we're going to do is patron episodes. Yeah, Jeremy, he's thinking about it, <laughs> not us. Oh, no, wait. I mean, wait. <laughs> Oh, also, guys, we won the Ultimate Dynasty Podcast League. <laughs> we did. Wait a second. I won another is, league. Is this the yeah, first time you're hearing about it, Jeremy? Because I didn't know that. Did we really did, win? Did we, win? we won. What yeah, did we, we win? Uh, nothing, because no one's paid out yet. Um, oh, well, how much did we win? Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. <laughs> first of all, we won the pride of beating multiple awesome fantasy podcasts. Awesome. That is so great. Yeah, should... yeah, we won. And we beat our, our boy Randy um, Memphis? Memphis Young. Is it? I don't even know if that's his last name. Uh, we beat our boy Randy Memphis from the Dynasty War Zone. It awesome. wasn't particularly close, but um, no, nothing against him. It's because I just had more assets to f***ing trade and just blow up my team for so now i'm in the position where i'm trying to trade oh i traded for julio jones oh. at some point i don't know if we talked about that yeah we you mean we you mean we 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 had a hard time with that because we don't generally like <laughs> trade it for 30 year old wide receivers uh, now we're in a position where we have like guys we we really want to sell like julio jones derrick henry 
a couple older guys, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's another guy we are going to willingly accept. If we can get multiple seconds for Todd Gurley, we uh-huh. are going to accept that hard. We uh, want to trade Todd Gurley first. Keep Julio Jones. Maybe trade him, but don't trade Derrick Henry. Yet. Well, we... Julio Jones is going to die on our roster. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, he's a guy that I... And I'm going to be writing an article about this, but there's certain players that I'm okay with you know their their value to to you is more it's worth more as an actual player than uh as an asset to trade you're not yeah, going to tell get... you what when you do get the proceeds sent to you you know my paypal account right dynasty trades pod yeah. just go ahead and for send me over the third and and now everybody else really knows our it. paypal account too if anybody wants to send anything so um listen we are going to talk some more about this on the patreon account but right now every everybody go check out our twitter account at dynasty trades hq and hit us up if you have some trades we're going into the off season a lot of people are going to want to make some moves especially for picks so let us know what you think and check out our patreon account and uh hey Let's go do hey, uh, a Patreon show. You want to? Jason Garrett. Yet? Hey, what? Let's on. do it. Not, wait. Has Jason Garrett been fired yet? What? Hold on. We, wait. I'm just saying if Jason Garrett's actually been fired yet. Like, they or, need to just put this guy out of his misery at this point. Or we will it's find out. out. Yeah. Or we will find out later on the Patreon show. So everybody go say goodnight. Say goodnight, Shane. Good night, Shane. Good night, uh, Shane. Good night, Shane. Bye.